0: good evening this is wednesday february the 3rd i pray that you are doing well that you and your family are staying healthy we'd like to welcome you to this time of devotion and prayer here at forks of elkhorn baptist church thank you for taking time out of your week to join us for this midweek time of fellowship and prayer you know during this pandemic that we've been going through Maybe you have felt so overwhelmed by everything that's been going on. Maybe you have felt like we're in a battle. And as we turn on the TV, as we look in the papers, as we read on social media, everything that's going on right now in our world, we just feel like we're uh, in a war. And uh, one Christian author said at one point that the Christian life is not a playground, but a battleground. And tonight I want to give you some words of encouragement from the Word of God. Maybe you have felt like we are in a time of war. And certainly as followers of Christ, we're experiencing spiritual warfare on a daily basis from our real enemy, which is Satan. But tonight I want to share with you a passage out of the book of Philippians. Remember Paul, the author of Philippians, was in a, his own rented house. He was in prison, believed to have been in his own rented house in Rome when he wrote this, not in the cold Roman dungeon when he wrote Second Timothy. But Paul was writing to report on his circumstances to the Christians of Philippi. He was writing to thank them for an offering that they had collected when they had learned of his detention in Rome. But he was also writing to tell these believers to rejoice in the Lord regardless of their circumstance and to know that they were going to endure some hardship, some persecution, that they were going to endure some difficult times. And that's a word for us today. So I pray that this passage of scripture would uh, speak to you and also to encourage you but here these words found in Philippians chapter 1, begin with verse 27. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel That's a beautiful passage, and I believe some things stand out in this passage. First, he says, Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. And uh, what can we do during this time when days are so uncertain? He says, Whatever happens, he was saying, Look, I'm in prison. We know that Paul would ultimately be killed for the cause of Christ. He was in prison because of his faith and ministry in Christ. And now he's saying, whatever happens, I may see you again. I might be executed. I I may not see you again. But whatever happens, and we, we are not promised tomorrow. We should live each day as if it were our last. Whatever happens... We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Just as I was taking my daughter, Ann Catherine, to school this morning on 421, there were three police cars across the road, right at Ducker's Road, blocking the uh, passage to Midway, and I told Ann Catherine there's either a wreck or a fire or something going on. I later found out that there were a couple of people killed in an accident, and we certainly want to remember those families of those who passed in this accident but whatever happens we're not promised tomorrow and so with the uncertainty of tomorrow we need to live each day for the cause of christ and when he says conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of christ i'm going to call this being consistent in your walk to be consistent in your walk. And some translations say to be a good citizen. And we know, if you would read on over in Philippians chapter three, verse 20, he says, but our citizenship is in heaven. Yes, they could be a good Roman citizen, but he was saying ultimately our citizenship is in heaven. And so we need to live our lives in such a way that we are bringing glory and honor to God. He says something very similar back in Ephesians chapter 4, and we've read this passage before, but he says, begin with verse 1, As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Again, we're talking about living a consistent Christian life. That's one of the best things weapons that we have as a follower of christ and i love what the late christian author and pastor warren wearsby said the most important weapon against the enemy is not a stirring sermon or a powerful book it is the consistent life of believers so we must live a consistent life and then paul says in ephesians 4 He gives us some ways that we can live that life that's worthy of the calling or to live that life that's uh, in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. He says in verse two, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. This time has been so stressful for everyone and and maybe you've been on edge, or I've been on edge, and stress can do that to us, and worry or fear. But he reminds the readers, both in Philippians and over in Ephesians, that we are to be humble and gentle, to be patient. I've tried to be more patient during this time with, with people in general, with my own family, because it is such a stressful time. And Because people have never gone through a time like this before. We've never gone through a pandemic before in our lifetime. And so we should be humble and gentle, patient, bearing with one another in love. And I shared this in a message not long ago out of Matthew chapter 11, when Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And because Jesus was humble and gentle, and if we truly want to be more like Christ, then we must pray and ask God to help us to be more humble and gentle and patient with people which that's one of the fruits of the spirit bearing with one another in love which is also a fruit of the spirit so as we are in this battle this spiritual warfare today we must be consistent in our walk that's that's how we fight this war we're not trying to get even or we're not trying to to fight fire with fire, we try to live our lives in such a way that God is glorified and that we are consistent in our faith. And really, we're showing people that that we believe uh, in the Word of God. We believe in His power, and it's evident in our actions. But when our actions are contrary to what we believe, we kill our witness. And so I pray that we would live our lives in such a way by being consistent. But he says, not only should we conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel. Not only do we need to be consistent in our walk, but we must be connected with one another, ultimately being connected to Christ. You know the motto for the state of Kentucky, which we've talked about before, united we stand, divided we fall. And the way we fight our enemy, the way we go through this Struggle that we're going through is that we stay connected together, which comes through our faith in Christ, our one faith. And going back to Ephesians chapter 4, if you would read on in verse 3, he said, Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit just as you were called to one hope when you were called one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. I love that passage, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Then he talks about that we are one, one in the body and one in the Spirit and called to one hope and one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God. And we should all stay connected. Uh, But when we are, and, and Paul was addressing some issues in the Philippian church, but when people are divided, it's a lot easier for Satan to pick us off one by one. But if we stay connected together, staying connected in Christ, then we have uh, a lot more opportunity to defeat uh, the enemy, which Satan has already been defeated. But I pray that tonight that we would stay consistent in our walk and we would stay connected to one another, ultimately being connected to Christ. But then as we read on, he says in verse 28, without being frightened in any way, by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved, and that by God, for it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him, since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. Lastly, I want us to be comforted by his grace knowing that we have the victory when he wrote those beautiful words without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you this is a sign to them that they will be destroyed that you will be saved and that by God and we know in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith and this not from yourselves It is the gift of God. So we should be comforted. We don't have to be frightened. We don't have to be afraid. We should be comforted knowing that God has already brought the victory through Jesus Christ. And that should be a sign, even when we are persecuted, which we will be. Remember what Jesus told his disciples. And that passage I often use out of John 16, 33, before Jesus went to the cross, he told his disciples, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. So we know we're going to have trouble. We're going to have persecution. Paul was reminding these Christians at Philippi, look, you're going to be persecuted. You're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulation. You're going to have challenges, but you can rejoice just as Jesus said. Why? Because God has overcome the world. We already have victory through our faith in Jesus Christ. And so tonight, maybe you you have been watching the news and you've been reading on social media or in the newspaper and and you just feel like we're, we're fighting a losing battle or the world is turned upside down. And, and you've been battling with your feelings over the pandemic and, and personal issues or loneliness or relationship struggles or financial woes. And, and you feel like you're losing the battle. Be encouraged tonight. Be comforted to know that you're not alone that we're all in this together and God is with us. He promises to give us comfort and strength. And when he says about being one in spirit, yes, we come together one in spirit with the common bond of our faith in Christ, but we also have the power of the Holy Spirit, which comforts us as an advocate for us and guides us and directs us and convicts us and controls us when we feel like things are out of control so tonight I, I hope and pray that as we're on this battleground that we would stay consistent in our walk and we would stay connected in our bond which is christ be united and that we would be comforted by his grace knowing that he's already brought us the victory But tonight, I want us to have a a time of prayer. And I know we have so many folks on our prayer list that you'll be receiving uh, this evening and that you can pray for all these needs. We have folks in the hospital battling COVID. We have folks battling the effects still of COVID. As I mentioned earlier, we remember uh, these families that lost loved ones in this accident this morning. We pray for whoever... Uh, those folks are, and we pray for people that are waiting for test results and good reports, and so many others still battling uh, the grief, losing loved ones. Continue to pray for this church, continue to pray for our staff, for one another. We continue to pray for our country that there would be unity and peace. But at this time, I'm going to invite you to join me as we go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we just come to you because we know nowhere else to turn. We just thank you and praise you, O God, for your promise to be with us. And Lord, even though we're living in a very difficult time and uncertain days, we know for sure, God, that you are with us. And we know for sure, oh God, that through your grace, you have saved us. So we can't begin to thank you enough, Father, for our salvation through Christ. And Lord, maybe there's someone watching tonight and they've never given their heart and life to you. And they're feeling overwhelmed by everything that's going on. And maybe, God, they are frightened and scared about the future. Lord, I pray tonight that someone might receive you into their heart, that they would find peace, a peace that passes all understanding that comes through faith in Christ. And I pray that someone or many might pray a prayer tonight asking you to come into their heart, that they would confess their sin, Lord, and ask you to forgive them of their sin, that they would repent, turn away from these old patterns of life in the world's ways and they would begin to walk in newness of life living for Christ and that they would pledge their love to you Lord I pray someone might pray a prayer in their own words asking you to come in to be Lord and Savior even now Father I pray for Christians that have been discouraged or Father they feel defeated it looks like um, we're losing father the battle but we know who wins the war and we know God that through Christ we have already won the victory and so may we live our lives in such a way that we would uh, point others to the hope we have in Christ and and that's what Paul I know was challenging these uh, believers at Philippi that that they would conduct themselves that they would understand that their citizenship is in heaven this is not our final stop This is not home. Our ultimate citizenship is with you in heaven. But while we're here, that we would conduct ourselves in such a way that people would see the light and love of Christ in each of us. So help us, oh God, tonight as Christians to uh, be challenged, to be humble and gentle, and, and that we would bear with one another in love and be patient with people. And in so doing, Father, we're being a witness for you and and showing people that our citizenship is not here, that we are different, that we're different than the world. Father, I pray for all those on our prayer list. We pray for those who uh, suffered loss in this accident earlier today that you would comfort them, God, and, and bring peace in this unexpected storm. Father, I pray for families in our church and an extended church family that continue to grieve. Give them comfort, Father, and love and peace. Father, I pray for folks on our prayer list. We have several in the hospital and some father at home that are still battling COVID or or, uh, dealing with the effects of it. Oh, God, heal them, we pray, with your stripes May they be healed in every way. Father, we pray that you would continue to be with our leaders and to be with our country on the national level, be with our leaders, Father, on the state level and our local level. Father, just give them godly wisdom. And Father, I pray that uh, you would convict the hearts of those maybe that are Go in the world's way instead of going your way, open their spiritual eyes. And Father, I pray that our country would be healed from the division and that it would come back to you, Father, because you're our only hope. And Lord, I pray for this church and all the churches that you would keep us strong as we continue to minister through this difficult time. And Lord, I pray that uh, folks would know that that they are not alone, that, that we love them and you love them and we are all together, Father, even though we might be separated by distance, we are one in Christ and we continue to fight together. And Father, I just pray for great revival and spiritual awakening that people, Father, would know that, that your ways are so much better than ours and that you would open our spiritual eyes and we'd repent and come to you because you are the only one that can bring hope and salvation and peace. And Lord, we just ask tonight that if there's someone watching that feels all alone and they feel again, Father, that they're just at the end of the rope, may they hang on, Father, and know that you are with them and that we are praying for them. And uh, Father, we're just gonna give you the praise and the glory and the honor For the victory that we know you've already brought and for the victories we pray that you will continue to bring in all of our lives and all of our situations in the strong and holy name of Jesus Christ, I pray, amen. I want to thank you again for worshiping with us tonight and just a reminder, we continue to offer our 8.30 and 11 o'clock services in person. There's room at both services I was thrilled to see some folks back this past Sunday who had not been here in person during the pandemic, but they were back Sunday. It was great to see those folks here. Please know that we make this place as safe as possible for you and your family. If you want to give us a shot by coming to visit in person, we'd love to see you. For others that continue to worship online, we are so grateful that you worship with us each week. We ask that you would continue to do so and continue to pray for us and thank you for your faithful giving and support And, and thank you for inviting friends maybe to worship with you online. This is a season where folks are at home more and maybe visiting different churches virtually. So continue to invite family and friends and for those of you who worship with us, and other communities, and other states. Thank you so much for watching, and we pray God's blessings upon you. We will continue to monitor this pandemic and and what's being asked of us with the guidelines, and and we will do our best to get you back here safely uh, as soon as we can, back to more normal times. But thank you for your understanding and for your patience don't forget that our children are meeting sundays at 8 30 now i'm grateful that last week that went well our children's wing is opened eventually we hope to open up the children's wing at the 11 o'clock service but this is kind of a test a trial to see how things go i'm grateful for all of our volunteers who are making this happen and know our students are going to be meeting starting, I believe, February the 14th on that evening. And so we're doing our best to try to, to get things back to where you can be here, but we're trying to do it safely. But thank you for watching tonight. I pray God's blessings upon you. We look forward to seeing you either in person on Sunday or virtually. And each week we close out with some beautiful music. I'm grateful tonight that Jeff Brewer and Joel Miller are going to be closing our service with a beautiful song. I appreciate their talents and that they use their gifts for the Lord. And I hope that you will be blessed as you uh, go throughout the rest of your night. But don't forget, as I've already said, God loves you and we love you too. Have a great evening. the world looks upon me as I struggle along they say I